Good evening, welcome to the latest episode of the Magic Cast. I'm your host Scott Munro. Um, apologies for not recording last week. There was a bit of scheduling problems, but uh, we are recording. I would say probably 23 hours after the kickoff time of Roma Fiorentina from last night. I've only, I've only got one guest with me today, and sadly it's not Sam. Sam is uh, enjoying his vacation. It looks like with the messages that we've got that Sam is enjoying himself in the sunshine in Miami. I've got Imran. How are you, Imran? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, no not a problem. Um, it's been a fun six weeks being a Roma fan, hasn't it? It's been a it's been a fun ride. We've had a a good preseason, uh, a good win on Thursday, and a good win last night against Fiorentina. Um, before we get all into that. We were talking about this over WhatsApp the other day. What's your um, what's your prediction for Roma for this season? Because um, me and you had a bit of conflict, oh, a polite conflict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we would definitely make top four, but I'm comfortably. I don't, I don't think uh, there should be any discussion about that. Also because the type of coach we brought, the salary we're mm. giving him shows ambitions. It would be silly to bring in Mourinho and then, I mean, to to not, I mean, risk, I mean, to not even be sure about top four. So I think definitely top four. And after that, it depends. I think we're one defensive midfielder away from doing a very, very good season. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how far it will go. It will be interesting to see. But I think this Roma can go very far. It can go very far. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Uh, along with the, the defensive midfielder, I saw they were been linked with um, is it Dennis Zakaria from? Apologies if I'm absolutely botching the surname. Uh, the, the, is it the Swiss midfielder from Borussia Mönchengladbach? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I've seen we've been linked with a couple defensive midfielders. Um, Lucas Torreira, uh, who looks like he's on his way to Fiorentina. Yeah, that, that looks, deal, looks like a yeah, that, deal. Yeah, yeah, deal. I think I saw it was rumored to be done a couple of hours ago, and I saw Gianluca Di Marzio tweet out saying that it's set to be done. I think that's a very excellent signing for Fiorentina. And I saw a couple of days, uh, not a couple of days, about a week ago, uh, that Roma were linked with Anguissa, the Fulham midfielder, but nothing has happened because uh, uh, to date. There's still what a week, week and a, a little bit before the transfer window closes. So a lot of work is going to be done. Um, about the transfer window so far, what's your thoughts of the ins and outs of what Thiago Pinto has done so far? I think he's done a very good job. I think him and Mourinho has, uh, you know, they've done a very good job analyzing the players they wanted. They were early, uh, they went early and got the players they wanted. And uh, they made sure that the players would have a preseason with the club, and that was very important. Uh, the players, I mean, in terms of the profile, it was perfect. Uh, you have hungry players who were ready to take the next step. Um, with Abram, he has been playing for a big club, but he wasn't playing regularly last season. So he he's coming very hungry, ambitious. Uh, and looking to prove himself, so I think it's it's been a very good it's been a very good uh, mercato. Yeah, it's been, I've been really impressed as well. I do think that we could see in the next couple of weeks 
bar the after sorry after the uh, international break, which happens two weeks into the Serie A season, which is criminal. Um, yeah. I do like to see the partnership of Aldor and Tammy Abraham going forward. That could be quite interesting with maybe Aldor playing on one of the wings or one of the three behind the striker. That could be quite mm-hmm. interesting to see. Um, do you have a particular favourite of the signings so far? Uh, Shemurodov has been really interesting. I mean, mm. he, he had good games uh the few he played in, I mean, the last two in the preseason, he and against Trabzonspor. So he, I mean, uh, there was uh, there was a lot of skepticism when we signed him, um, not just the signing itself, but the transfer fee. But I think he's already, I mean, justifying the transfer fee, and he he's the perfect type of player, not just for Mourinho, but the stage and the age he's 26 he's mature he's ready uh, to 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 play for a big club so i think he has arrived at roma the perfect time of his career and it will just go it will just get better from here but i i must admit i've been a bit surprised because i, I didn't expect him to to be this good this early yeah so so that that was quite positive because with Tammy Abraham he, who had a fantastic game yesterday we'll speak about that but he came he, he he's a, I mean he was he's he's a he's a heavy investment and the club has put in a lot of cash to sign him so with that comes a lot of expectations uh, so for him to play the way he did which was also good but it was more expected you could expect equality when you sign some of 40 million euros um so shimurdo was kind of well, he was he was not he was uh, unproven but he's already he's already you know showing really really promising signs and that's that's really good yeah he's been really really impressive in in pre-season and he had a really good end to last season with um with genoa um He's had a really good rise in probably, say, the last 10, 10 to 12 months where he was at Rostov, SC Rostov in Russia, had one season in Serie A. I wouldn't call it a season. It was like 10 months where it was all congested into ridiculous amounts of football over time. Yeah. And then it's really started really, really well and been very impressive in the latter half of pre-season and the two games that of uh, Roma played so far this season. Um, talking about the ins, uh, what's your thoughts on the outgoings? Because there's been a lot of outgoings at Roma, and I think me included. This, Thiago Pinto has done some really, really good work, especially on the outgoings. Yeah, I mean, it was always going to be difficult considering mm. the players we had. Uh, I mean, we have on uh, who are on heavy contracts, uh, lucrative contracts. Uh, so it was always going to be difficult. But he's done a great job. I mean, he he found clubs for most of the players, and he got good deals. He got financial guarantees that those players would be, I mean, permanently purchased by those mm. clubs next season. I mean, talking about Jengisunda. Uh, Paul Lopez, Justin Kluivert, so, so that was good. And even Florenzi now recently. So he he's got Pastore left, which is very uh, very difficult. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think he will be able to to offload him. Mm. Um, 
not entirely blaming Pastore. It's not his fault of course, yeah. that he was given that contract. But um, I, I would have wished that he, you know, some club gave him the chance so he can he can prove himself um, because he won't get that chance at Roma. And then, yeah, we have other players as well, Robin Olsen and, and Zonzi. <laughs> oh, my God, don't. I just read... I just read that he's still looking for, you know, that, uh, what do you call it, a friendly handshake, handshake, whatever. Yeah, is it like a, I wouldn't, would you call it a severance package? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, one. I got one that, yeah, year. like a handshake agreement. A handshake yeah. agreement, yeah. That's, said, yeah. that's, that's so strange. Um, I think the, the, those three that you mentioned, Pastorian, Zonzi and Robin Olsen, that epitomises the Monchi era, doesn't it? Where those three were brought in on what would you say big biggish money for two of them and Olsen was not that big but it was still a lot of money after the World Cup in 2018 where they didn't really settle in Rome and then we are paying the price two three years yeah. later and you know that that was a lot of money for a Swedish goalkeeper yeah from the Danish league yeah I mean, from SC Copenhagen was, yeah the, yeah, from Copenhagen, and so th- that was, but that, yeah, that was also because, uh, you, you know, it was more like the agents, you know, they put pressure on Monchi and they convinced them that this would be a good signing because I, I happen to know one of the guy who who's uh, in the agent team of Robin Olsen. I um, okay. met him a few times in Weddington, and I was very curious, you know, and asked him like. How, how did you convince him that Robin Olsen <laughs> would be the perfect replacement after Alisson? Mm. And uh, and you know, it looks like in in this football world, there's a lot of um, you have contacts, and you know to to keep those contacts, you you also need to uh, trust each other. Uh, but the, <laughs> the tricky part is when you tr- start trusting agents because yeah. they're looking for out for the the best interest of the of the, of the clients but there 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 is a lot of uh, friendships uh, with the sporting directors where you convince them you I mean do this favor for us we will do that for you we will get that, that player for you so so and you know he was coming up from a really good world cup um, that also played a part so they had a strong case and they presented it to Monchi and yeah he, he went for it. So, so yeah, like you mentioned, difficult players to get rid of. Yeah, um, on Olsen, it looks like he's on his way to the championship over here in the UK to be Sheffield United's number one or number two to back up to um, a goalkeeper I've watched quite a lot over the last couple of years. He's a former Swindon goalkeeper in West Fodgenham, so that'd be good for, for Robin Olsen as well to get some... Actually, football in the championship over here is quite competitive, and it's an easy—it's not an easy league. Sorry, it's a hard league to get out of to get promoted into the Premier League. So, it could be interesting to see what happened on and Zonzi and Pastore. That's just a—that's a different story. We could do another podcast next week about about that on the on the transfer market, especially on Pastore. I do—it's not his fault. He agreed to come here uh, because Monchi offered him that mu- amount of money for your deal and we're, and we're um yeah we're not reaping the benefits of that and plus he's uh enjoying his time out where he's been videoed and pictured pictured sorry um psg 
speaking to Mitchell Pochettino, but I digress, I digress. We'll have to wait and see in the next <laughs> week and a bit if um, those three will be leaving us. Um, so how would you rate Thiago Pinto out of 10 so far with the transfer window? Out of 10? Yeah, out of 10, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would say... Uh... Eight. He, he's 8.5. Yeah, if he gets a defensive midfield, yeah. I would definitely give it, you know, 8.5 plus if he gets rid of some more players. But you can't, you can't just blame him for that because it's so difficult, especially in this market. But I'm definitely eight, I would say. Yeah, I would go with that. He's done a really, really good job. Um, yeah, as you agreed, if you get a defensive midfielder, that would be outstanding. And if we can get any other players, I, I don't think I'd said um, I did a podcast with John Solano for Roman Press. I said if we can get a, a number 10 and maybe a left winger, that could be interesting. We could have a really good squad and a really good push for what I said, fifth place. Um, you got, <laughs> <laughs> I think Sorry, I'm not... I just have to laugh, Scott. We no, no, no. I, I, I thought if Roma can fly under the radar this season and do well, but with the press, and especially from the British press about Jose, it could be really interesting to see. Um, I completely agree on um, Thiago Pinto. I think he's done an excellent job so far. And um, as I said, it's going to be an important week and a week and a bit before the transfer window closes, if they can bring anyone in, and if they can get the inflated wages off the wage bill that's been hindering yeah. the club. Like, if they can get fat, if you can get Fazio uh, Pastore... Oh, him, yeah. yeah, Fazio Pastore... Robin Olsen and, and Zondi off the wage bill. I'll give him a 10 <laughs> if they can do yeah. that. But... Uh, well, yeah, it's difficult to give someone 10 because, the, you know, if you give him 10, then what is PSG's transfer market? Oh, my God, yeah. It's 11. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, but I, I understand it. It, it. it will still be a very good market. Very good, yeah. Actually, I'll and it. also, yeah, also big credit to... Mourinho and his team because you know they've they've uh, they've requested some players as well. You oh, know, God, Tammy yeah. Abraham, yeah. uh, Shumorodov. I think these players are you know direct requests from Mourinho and his staff. So they've done a great job uh, analyzing the players they wanted, the profiles they wanted in his team, and Pinto did a good job in getting them. So a good teamwork, and it looks like they have a very good chemistry. And um, yeah, apart from being Portuguese, they. <laughs> It, it, it looks like the you know and Mourinho is enjoying his time. Uh, he probably hasn't had pressure, you know, uh, this type of pressure since he was in. I mean, I mean, uh, since he was in Porto. I mean, because there are not that high expectations. Mm. He was in Chelsea, Inter, Real Madrid. It was completely different. I think he can. Is finally he can start working. A, he can work a bit more in peace, like he has been allowed to previously, which I think will benefit Roma. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I don't think we, me and you have actually talked about Jose. Um, what's your thoughts so far on him in pre-season, barring the two brawls in the uh, the FC Porto game and the uh, Real Betis game? Um, what's your thoughts on him so far? I'm very happy with him. I... Uh, I mean, very good choice, um, especially considering the appointment we've had in recently. Paulo Fonseca, with all due respect, uh, Eusebio Di Francesco. Um, this is 
this is different. This is a strong signal. I mean, the ownership is sending out a strong signal. They want to compete, and they getting. I mean, from the top higher, you know, the best of the best. Yeah. And um, and I don't know. Uh, you, you just have to be excited. I mean, he brings in a lot of enthusiasm. He's something different. He's so proven. So. Uh, I'm very happy. I'm looking forward to how the season will unfold, and not just this. I mean, the upcoming season, hopefully. And I am very confident it will be it will be a great success. You and me both. I'm really looking forward to this season and beyond. And uh, I'm already excited for Thursday's game. <laughs> I I didn't get that last season. In both no, of the no, in both no, of the clubs I, I support, I didn't get that last season supporting Swindon, and I didn't get it the last season supporting Roma. Um, probably the la- the the latter, probably in the last three four months of the season, where it was quite. I wouldn't say it, it, the games were coming quick and fast. Like since February, probably yeah, January February, where it was just like a game every three days, and it was like oh, I can't do this again. I got to watch it yeah. again, and it was just quite bad empty stadium yeah. you know it, it just didn't give the same feeling so it was quite probably hollow. that played a part yeah it was it was yeah and a bit soul destroying and um to, to have football back this season with crowds it's been really really good to watch in 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 the european leagues um it's a, it's a good segue. Um, we're going to want to talk a little bit about Thursday's game. Uh, I imagine you probably watched it um, on the Turkish channel on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was quite good to have that streamed on YouTube. That was, um, excuse me. Um, so Chaps on Sport One, Roma Two. Um, remember, no away goals this season in all European competitions, which is a uh, which may catch a few people out by surprise, and that's why Traps on Spore went through in the previous round against uh, Norwegian side FK Molder. Is it Molder FK yeah. or FK Molder? FK Molder. FK Molder. I think it's FK because oh. we have different names. Yeah, I think it's yeah FK Molder. Yeah, if that was a different story, because Molder got a three-three draw in Traps on Spore, but drew one all at home thanks to a late goal. I think it was the ninety-eighth. Was it ninety-eighth minute yeah, equaliser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Trabs on Sport won on penalties, but um, yeah. So Roma won two one in Trabs on. Um, so Lorenzo Pellegrini and then Andreas Cornelius scoring with his first touch. I think it was his first touch. Good header. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the years back, um, Eldor Shamadarov scoring on his debut two one. Um, what were your thoughts on the game in run? It felt like a preseason. I mean, okay. low tempo game. Yeah. Um, but still, like Mourinho said, we were in control. Uh, they, they had a lot of possession to begin with, but didn't really create much. So it was, it, it was good to see that you know, despite not having possession, um, I felt very comfortable that you know, defensively we we did a good job and yeah. Um, the tempo was slow, but it just like I, I was expecting this game to be um, a comprehensive victory in the end, with, despite not putting too much effort into it. I mean, energy-wise. Yeah, I think uh, the one that I was w- I thought he would do in Jose is we would put out a strong squad 
And I think it was pretty much the 11 that he wanted to play. Um, um, so that it was quite a good spine to the team as well. So it would give the players more minutes before the season started. I think nothing really happened in the first half. But second half, it, it looked quite good. Roman looked a little bit more dangerous in the second half because I think the first 15, 20 minutes, Trabzonspor came out a little bit out of the traps and um, attacked more. Um, but yeah, then the Pellegrini scored and then Cornelius scored his header. And then Roma had to suffer for a little bit and then hit them where where Roma were a bit more clinical in front of goal. Where yeah. Trabzonspor had the chances from the two wingers. And and it didn't didn't really trouble Rui Patricio that much. But I think it was a good performance and a good win in the end. Yeah, definitely. definitely. A bit shame about the away goals because... Um, it had a charm. Uh, I oh think God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like it was when you like when we won against Ajax last season. We're like, oh, yeah, two away goals. Two away, now yeah. Ajax have to score two goals. But we will see. It will. It will probably be. It will probably be interesting anyway. Also, no VAR until the final, and I'm not the only one who spotted this. Did you notice how far offside Bruno Perez was for their late equaliser? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, it's like Trabzonspor had a, a Serie A. I wouldn't. Is it too harsh to say rejects? Like a, they had Bruno Perez, Cornelius, Hamzik, Javinho, and if I'm missing someone else, I do apologise. It was four players, wasn't it? It was Victor Hugo too, right? Yes, that's it, the fifth one. Victor yeah. Hugo, the ex-Fiorentina defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's five players. Yeah, five players from past in Serie A. Right, so that's a good win for Roma and Trabzon. And the return leg is this Thursday. It is a 6pm kickoff UK time. So I imagine it's that'd be 7pm for you, wouldn't it, Imran? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I ho- hopefully it's on that YouTube, that Turkish channel. I did see that advertised in the, in the latter half of the second half. <laughs> um, so, the Serie A season started over the weekend. We've had, um, I haven't seen the, the game from today, but before today's games, we've had 31 goals, 8 in 8 games, um, 7 red cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're embracing the chaos in Serie A. I'm so happy it's back. Um, it's been a mental weekend. So we're going to Roma 3, Fiorentina 1. Yes. Henrik Mkhitaryan opened the scoring before... Actually, no, sorry. Draugowski got sent off. Then Henrik yeah. Mkhitaryan score, score, opened the scoring via VAR. Then we had... Nicolo Zaniolo sent off for two yellow cards. Then Nikola Milenkovic scoring a actually quite a good close range finish. And then we had the double from Jordan Varitude in the second half. Uh, played on a very pit, uh, like potato patch pitch where it looked like it had been watered too much when it was a bit dry. I imagine the, uh, the Roman sunshine has got to the Stadio Olimpico in the last couple of weeks. Because I imagine... It's been really hot in August, like it always is. Uh, so Imran, first game of the season. What were your thoughts yeah. on it? It was good. Before we speak about the game, should we give a big shout out to Cristiano Ronaldo? Scored oh. a 90... <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, 
I don't think I'm the only one who laughed at that when I saw that. Um, yeah, so who did they do 2 2 with Juventus? And Cristiano Ronaldo scored. Actually, a really good header. He really jumped really up header. really, really well. I think it's close up, very close to his Sampdoria header yeah, from yeah. The 2019. Celebrated with his whipping that horrific Juventus away top off, thinking it, yeah. was, it was all about him. Yeah, um, I t- got a yellow card. Yeah, for a everything car. was going well, and then, then yeah, it was disallowed by by VAR. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I was I was just laughing so much, and it was just before the Roma game, so it was the perfect, you know, the Tonic. perfect. Yeah. Oh God, got a love VAR in the opening day of the weekend. I'm probably not the only one. I'm drained from watching some of the games after this weekend, but yeah. Um, on on Roma Fiorentina, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I thought it was quite a good performance from actually both teams. I was really impressed with um, Italiano, Vincenzo Italiano's Fiorentina's side. I think they could be a very good team to watch this season. Yeah, I agree. And now that they're getting Torreira, they could be oh, even God, better. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Mourinho said it after the game that uh, Italiano did a, he's a great coach and he did a very good job. I think Fiorentina played well. I mean, despite going a man down, they they surprisingly controlled uh, the game and had uh, possession more than I thought they would. But in the end, I think uh, we played a good game. We We got the job done, which is important. We were defensively we were good we were not perfect we were good um, and um, the only weakness uh, was in the midfield I think we left uh, too much space there yeah. it was in, I think it was in, inevitable that uh, why Mourinho wanted uh, I mean still wants a defensive midfielder who's uh, who's good off the ball I mean I know Cristante Christ- was good with the ball but he, we need someone who, who's good off the ball mm. Uh, with the positioning, uh, applying pressure, uh, so the opponent don't get, you know, the, your opponents they don't get too much time inside your half, and that was that was uh, something that I highlighted that um, we gave them too much space, we allowed them to, uh, you know, advance with the ball without any pressure, which led to the first booking of Zaniolo. That was a bad challenge. That was a really yeah. bad challenge. And if you look at their, if you look at the replay, you will say, the you will see Cristante, you know, just jogging back. He was far off uh, yeah. from that. So um, th- that was one thing uh, that I noticed, especially midfield. But, uh, but apart from that, I think um, in in attack, uh, we we did well. We created. Chances, not too many chances, but we uh, we were uh, we were effective, we were clinical, and uh, yeah. So so overall, uh, good performance. And what I would also like to say is that you know in the previous seasons uh, we were, last season we lost because we didn't know when Diavara's birthday was. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, and the year before we drew. I think 2-2 against Genoa. Oh, 3-3. Uh, yeah, the 3-3. Three, three, yeah, 2-2 yeah. Yeah, two, two or 3-3, three, three, whatever. But uh, so with Mourinho, with Mourinho, I mean, and, and keep in mind, you know, like we said, Fiorentina looks like a strong side this season. They look tactically 
very good and they could uh, they could surprise uh, they could be a surprise of the season this year so i think considering all this it was um, it was important and i think yesterday's game i think it could um, it could be eye opener for thiago pinto as well uh, considering the defensive midfielder we need especially given uh, because it was so obvious, so even he would think that it would be a priority now. Because if he can get that midfielder, I think, I think we could uh, go very far. Uh, I would definitely say that we would win a th- trophy, but I don't know which one: Coppa Italia, yeah, or Conference League. Conference League, yeah, even even one and two. Maybe the Scudetto. <laughs> <laughs> he no, says. He but says you know, winking. Yeah. Probably next season. I don't know. Yeah. But we will see. I, I think it will be very interesting. So it, 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 it was it was a good game. Of, of course, there's a lot to work on. There are early days. Um, there were weaknesses um, in some areas. But I think it will keep getting better from here. And Mourinho will... If he's still in that phase where he's applying uh, his uh, philosophy, his tactics to the players, uh, because you can see the difference... From Thursday game to to, to yesterday's game, that because against Trabzonspor you saw Cristante, he was dropping too deep all the time, you know, all the time, like like he used to do back in Fonseca's day. Mm. He didn't do it as much yesterday. Um, so and that's I think that's a direct instruction from Mourinho. So uh, I think this team is still a work in progress and it could go far. I noticed that in pre-season as well when Diawara played. Sorry. Um, when Roma had the ball, he dropped back too deep as well and played a, like in a back three when Roma had the ball. Um, I noticed that against Porto and I noticed it against Sevilla um, just a few days later. Um, Tammy Abraham, really, really good debut, two assists. Um, sh- could have scored with the, the header on the crossbar. 70, I think he had 70 minutes. Um, on the VAR, on his first... Uh, no, his second assist, it was noticed, and I actually tweeted this out, that he's already learning the Italian gestures already, even though being in the <laughs> country a week, with the praise uh, pre- sign with VAR. Um, I was impressed with his, with his debut, and it, he, he linked up really well with the with the three behind him. How would you rate his debut against Fiorentina? Oh, very good debut, very good. Lively um, he's um, he takes the initiative. He wants the ball. He's active and um, very dangerous one on one in space. Got the you know goalkeeper sent off. He had like you said two assists. I'm really excited about uh, uh, what's more to come from him. I think it's money well spent so far. Um, really really good debut. Um, on I'll go on one player. Um, Nicolo Zaniolo, I thought the refereeing was quite strange in this game, probably evident in the seven previous games in Serie A this weekend, where the refereeing was very strange overall. We're all used to it, as we're all Serie A fans. Yeah. Booking on the first challenge, but second one looked very harsh. Yeah, but it was still still unnecessary from Zaniolo. Oh, of course, yeah. He, He knew what that could lead to, but you know, he still decided to uh, to do that, and that was disappointing. And it was all, overall a disappointing performance. It was a poor performance from Zaniolo. 
Um, it was he looked very he he looked too eager to prove himself yeah. after the injury, and I think it shouldn't be like that. He sh- I think he should just you know take his time and um, you know and th- things will start coming naturally. But uh, it felt as if though he 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 has a he, he has a lot to prove because I mean considering he's been away from injury for for that long, but he shouldn't rush things. He should just take his time and. Yeah, things will come naturally. So it was a frustrating performance from him, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, as you said, it looked like he was trying too hard and maybe trying too hard to impress and then stamp his authority on the game. Maybe it was a little bit short of match practice, as evidently he has had two ACL injuries on either knee. Um, he did have that good opportunity in the first half, which was saved by the sub-goalkeeper. Um so Roma start with uh, three points, and the next game is on Thursday against Trabzonspor, and then two, three days, it's two days, so Sunday evening, uh, 7.45pm kickoff, they play new boy Salonatana, who had a very interesting game yesterday evening, losing 3-2 away at Bologna, when there was three red cards. Um, that could be quite an interesting game, because um, I've tipped Simi to do really well at Salonatana, I think they've... They bought him for €6 million Euros from Crotone, and that looks to be a shrewd sign-in. Um, Imran, I think we've probably covered pretty much everything. Do you have anything else to uh, talk about or anything to add? I think we we went through uh, through most of the things, yeah. Yeah, that's been good. It was a good, quick 30, 35-minute podcast. Um, Imran, thank you very much for joining me on this, uh, this Monday evening. Um, we're so pleased to have uh, Serie A football and having fans back in the stadium. I will say this: hearing thirty thousand fans at the Olympico last night, it was uh, it was really good and really refreshing to hear, especially that noise pre-kickoff. And yeah, it was been really good and good to hear the the Grazi Roma and the the Roma's anthem at the front uh, beginning of the the game was sung really really well. Um, yeah just blown away that we've had no fans at football for 15 months it's been really good to see and uh hopefully it's uh more of the same in the next coming months um imran once again thank you very much for joining me on the monday evening uh thank you, you. you can follow the magicast on uh any podcast platform so that's apple spotify stitcher and podbean um thank you very much for joining us and uh, always remember forza roma ciao